I'm Nicole Stevens. Come join me and let's walk with Jesus. Hey, y'all. Thanks for tuning in again this week. Um, I had some things I wanted to talk about. Uh, So the first thing is, do y'all remember the story about Hansel and Gretel? Um, I kind of... I kind of remember it. I probably should have looked it up. So I think there's some different variations. It's a dark fairy tale about another wicked stepmother. Imagine that. Um, And so basically I think they're starving and the stepmother's like, hey, get rid of these kids because there are more mouths to feed and I'm not putting up with it. And so the dad's a pushover, takes them out. I can't exactly remember. I just know that somebody has a loaf of bread and leaves breadcrumbs. I don't know what happened to that. Um, and Hansel and Gretel, the brother and sister, uh, stumble across this house that is made out of candy and cookies and all this kind of stuff. And they're starving and that looks delicious. And so they're like, let's go in there. And there was a cannibalistic witch that lived there. And of course, I think at the end of it all, like, I don't know, she's like fattening them up and then... They ended up shoving the witch in the oven. I don't know. It's horrible. Don't tell your kids the story if you have it already. Uh, so uh, it just made me think about how Satan is. Um, just how, you know, my mom was talking about this. Uh, just how Satan knows kind of, you know, our needs or, you know, and our wants and offers solutions to them. And they're appealing solutions. And so if we have our eyes off of Jesus and really are not in the Bible, then we're going to be like, oh, look at this solution right in time. This is great. Hey, I bet uh, Hansel and Gretel thought the same thing. They're like, man, we're starving. We're going to die. We've just been abandoned by our parents. I mean, obviously they were in a vulnerable situation, uh, probably very distraught and they were very hungry. And so, uh, you know, just like Satan is right there in the nick of time, like, Hey, Hey, this must be an answer to prayer, right? Man, you better be praying because if you ain't, you're going to get mixed up. Right. Um, and you know, it's funny. I was just thinking about that kind of stuff because, um, you know, I have kids and I'm super, uh, what's the word? I don't know, like I'm a vigilante when it comes to uh, what my kids watch and what they listen to and, you know, friends and stuff like that because uh, it's important for me to be a good steward of them and God has called me to do that. And this is the same thing for ourselves, you know. I mean, I'm not trying to put expectations in them that I don't also have in my myself so anytime that they're about to watch a movie or anything like that and I think I've talked about this before um, I'll look up on imdb.com which is secular so they're not going to include everything that maybe you might look for to filter out Um, but they have like a parent's guide under whatever movie you select for the most part and it's other users that add that content so it's like you know what sexual content's in there Um, profanity violence you know, all that kind of stuff. And then pluggedin.com, that is a Christian one. And that, so that also, sorry, phone call. (laughs) Um, But that also is, uh, provides content for movies and it's from a Christian perspective. So they also have spiritual content in there as well, as far as what spiritual elements are in the movie and whatnot. So Common Sense Media is another one. Uh, That one's okay. It's not my favorite. Anyways, all this to say is that anytime before my kids watch something, and most of the time before I watch something, I'm going to look it up on one of those things. Because I think 
uh, one thing that a lot of times we're lenient on is what our eyes see and what our ears hear, um, which well, it's kind of crazy <laughs> a little bit. Because if you can think about, you know, if you close your eyes, you can probably remember some messed up images that you've seen when you were a little kid, you know, or a teenager. Th things that still stick with you or words that you've heard that Satan uses in your life today. Um, and, you know, gosh, do y'all remember being teenagers listening to the dumbest songs ever? But they were like you know, words of destruction and death. So, you know, they didn't really speak life to your soul. Um, and I just think it's so important to safeguard our kids' minds as well. Um, I know that there's an argument against that, you know, which is if you are strict with your kids like that, they're going to rebel against you. And here's, here's my thing, and I think I've said this before, is that when you see, you know, some kid end up in jail, you've got two parties that say things, you know, based on the kids background, which is, oh man, you know, I knew they were going to end up like that. Their, their parents were, you know, alcoholics and meth users, or they always let him do everything he wanted to do. He didn't have any rules. And so of course he was going to be like that. And then you have, you know, the other flip side, which is, oh, I knew he was going to end up like that because his parents were so strict and he was just going to end up rebelling and whatever. So we've got a reason why every kid rebels, you know, and it's really, um, it's really the heart, you know, everybody makes their own choices. And um, as parents, we're called to be good stewards of our children. And so that's going to look like what the Bible says it should look like, in my opinion. If you are saying you're a Christ follower, then you're going to um, pattern your life after Christ. And that's going to include what you're going to let your kids watch and see and hang, who to hang out with and all that kind of stuff. Um, I don't know how you can be lenient on sin and be like, well, you know, I know they're like, having sex, but it's not really showing them having sex in this movie. So it's not technically wrong. And it's like, you just setting your kid up right in front of that, witch's house <laughs> that Hansel and Gretel was so, uh, enticed by, you know, don't, don't put your kids in situations, um, that is going to cause them to struggle with sin, put them in situations that's going to help them thrive and get closer to the Lord. So I think that's important. And uh, there's a verse, 2 Timothy chapter 2, verses 22, or verse 22. It says, flee also youthful lusts, but follow righteousness, faith, charity, peace with them that call on the Lord out of a pure heart. So I think a lot of times we just let our kids play Russian roulette a lot of times. You know what I mean? It's like we, we just got to be careful. And then... Um, First Peter 5, 8, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. So he's not playing around. He's got a mission, and it is to destroy um, anybody and everybody, especially those that are trying to shine a light for the Lord. Uh, and then James 4, 7, it says, submit yourselves, therefore, to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. I think, you know, and this kind of just ties into some stuff that's been going on this week. Because um, I don't know about you guys, but it really seems, uh, especially the last couple years and maybe the last year, um, where there's just, it feels like so much spiritual warfare. And before I could chalk it up to, hey, you know, there's a bunch of junk going on in my life, but it's consequences to sin I used to have in my life, right? And now it's like, man, I've been walking with the Lord and I'm I'm walking close to the Lord and 
oh golly, you know, I feel like Satan is trying to tear my family apart. You know, he's trying to tear me apart. Um, and I know there are so many friends of mine that are going through this as well. And so first, no, you're not alone, um, that we are here to walk together. And again, that's so important for you to be plugged into a local church so that you're actually showing up in person. you got people there who have two arms that they can wrap around you, that they can pray with you, that they can um, just really support you. It's just different being able to see people in person than just to talk to them on the internet. That's not the same thing, you know, or talk to them on the phone. Be be in person. God made us, you know, flesh uh, for a reason, and um, and so I don't don't take that for granted. I think something else to realize uh, is just that life, and as long as you're human, before uh, the Lord comes and gets us, or before you die and go to heaven, is that it's going to be ups and downs. It's not going to always be even Stevens. And if everything is even Stevens, man, you better be questioning stuff. Like, um, you know, is this, is this like the matrix? Like, (laughs) is Satan just keeping me kind of lulled to sleep? You know, if things are up and down, um, you see that there's a battle there, but I think, I think there's a struggle also to, um, make sure that you're listening to the right voice in, you know, I'm not just talking about obedience, but I just mean like, is this voice speaking life to me? Is it bringing me closer to the Lord? Or am I just more in the ditch with my feelings and, um, feeling like things are hopeless. And I, somebody had posted this little meme and it says, uh, God's voice steals you, leads you, reassures you, enlightens you, encourages you, comforts you, calms you, and convicts you. Satan's voice rushes you, pushes you, frightens you, confuses you, discourages you, worries you, obsesses you, condemns you. And I think that is uh, important because one voice is going to uh, you know, speak life to you and help you grow and the other one is going to try to um squash your spirit (laughs) and your soul you know it's like i mean again i don't believe you can lose your salvation that's not what i'm saying but you know as far as like living a fruitless depressing life because you feel like like satan's words are true and we might not say hey satan's words that's him speaking to me. And that's exactly what it is. We might just say, well, it's the truth. It's reality though. And you know, if the Bible doesn't say it, don't say it. If God doesn't say it to you or about you, don't say it about you. Uh, because all that does is, you know, give more poison darts to your heart. Uh, so it's really important to protect your heart and your mind. And then also like how we talk to our kids and to others. Um, so, my pastor had said this week, um, he said, I believe the key is to only search your soul so long as to recognize the sin, then confess, repent, and embrace God's abundant grace. Dwelling on the grace much more than the sin makes it easier to extend that grace to others. God's desire is not for you to be, not for you to loathe yourself. He loves you. His desire is not for you to be discouraged by sin but turn through conviction. He offers forgiveness and grace. And I thought that was such a great thing to dwell on. You know what I mean? It's like when we, you know, fall short and mess up, you know, 
to repent, confess that sin, like, Lord, I'm sorry that I am arboring unforgiveness in my heart. I'm sorry I have this root of bitterness. Please forgive me. Please teach me how to be more loving and, you know, whatever. Um, and then dwell on his grace, on his goodness, right? To not be discouraged by that sin, but turn through the conviction. Like, I just thought that was really great. And then... Um, I, I am supposed to be memorizing these verses. It is Ephesians four thirty through 32. It says, And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed into the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And be ye kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake hath forgiven you. And just where it says, Grieve not the Holy Spirit of God. So we grieve the Holy Spirit of God when we have bitterness and wrath and anger and evil speaking, right? We're supposed to be tender-hearted, forgiving one another. And you know, sometimes that's hard when you feel like somebody has hurt you and continues to hurt you um or has the power to hurt you again. And um the other verse that I'm supposed to memorize is 1 Corinthians 13:7, beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things. Like what? <laughs> what do you mean endureth all things? I don't know what that means. Um but just seeing that Jesus was obedient even to death on a cross, right? Um Jesus took the cup that he didn't want to take, but he did it because he you know, he was obedient to his father. It was about God's God the Father's will and not our own and so it's again I think I, I did an episode about love and trust and um and it's was it Hebrews uh 10 24 let us consider one another um to provoke to love and to good works you know if my heart is for the Lord and he tells us to you know the great the commandments can be summed up in this to love the Lord with all your heart with all your mind with all your soul and to love your neighbor as yourself then for me to truly love God and my neighbor is to to endure all things for their best for their good and for God's glory right and that's really hard because it's not what the world says it's not what Satan says and that's not what our flesh says our flesh says protect yourself you know uh pay it back to them or just don't put up with it, or they can, you know, word it in every other way, like, well, you know, just have fake peace, let's just act like things are okay, and not really um, work through things, and do things for the other person's best, we're just putting in a face, you know, whatever the case may be, and so, um, you know, I'm, I'm learning a lot of basic things I probably should know. And sometimes you do know them, but then you really know them <laughs> when you're going through it. And you're like, okay, I really know it. I'm like, I really know it and I really want to apply it though. And I know that I can only apply it through God's strength. And um, and having said all that, you know, I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what hardships that you have in your life right now. Um, but you're not alone. And God is with you. He's faithful. He's all powerful, right? He's all knowing. And uh, if you have, you know, confessed that you're a sinner and you believe that he is God, that he sent his son to die on the cross for your sins um, and that he's risen again and um, he, he paid for your sins, man, you have the all-powerful, almighty God living inside of you. And so you don't have to be defeated. You don't have to be hopeless. And you don't have to believe the lies of Satan when you have the word of God. And so I encourage you as well that, you know, whatever 
things that are in your head right now um, about yourself that, you know, or you just keep hearing like, I'm not good enough, or I'm never going to do anything right, or nobody loves me, or I'm all alone, or just whatever, whatever is playing in your mind again, um, over and over to go to the word of God and find what God says and his promises and write those things down and memorize those things and, and put it on an index card, keep it in your, in your pocket, tape it on your mirror or whatever, um, would be helpful to you to see so that you can remind yourself, um, whose words really stand true and hold fast and um and it will help you keep your eyes focused on the right thing and then not to you know feel like you're all defeated if only Hansel and Gretel when they came through the woods actually saw uh what the true picture was of that house you know what it really represented which was you know death and destruction and their own demise you know um they probably wouldn't have even went near the house and would have fleed from it just like we're supposed to flee from the devil. Uh, so I hope, I don't know, I hope that encourages you for whatever walk that you're going on right now. And then just you as a parent as well with your own kids. And, uh, and you know, like I said, always keep your eyes on the Lord. And he is only so glad to shine the light where you're supposed to be walking. He has set out uh, the path before you and he not only has done that but uh, he holds your hand and walks down that path with you um so anyways i hope you will think of those things um i am going to add this song um called worthy of it all and this one is sang by cc winans i actually heard it um from some women at our church we just had the worth conference this past sunday worth conference worth weekend maybe that is what it's more called um and it's just such a sweet song it says uh, some lyrics are all the saints and angels they bow before your throne all the elders cast their crowns before the lamb of god and sing you are worthy of it all you are worthy of it all for from you are all things and to you are all things you deserve the glory I thought that was like very true, true word. So you should play it and sing it um, and give the praise to, to the Lord. So there's not going to be a new episode next week. Um, I'm going to take a week off. And uh, and so this will kind of give you an opportunity to go back to listen to any episodes you haven't heard. I have recorded way too many already. Um, and also you can go and leave a review of this podcast if you want give it five stars if it has you know helped you in your walk with the lord so that other people could find it um if it helps them with their walk and maybe to get to know uh, jesus as their personal savior and if you hate this podcast and you think it's garbage and unbiblical give it one star that's fine <laughs> um, but as far as how to rate it i have no idea you would have to google it because i do not know and since you're going to have all this time on your hands um, you can message me with any prayer requests you have of course um, and then also if you have any verses that you feel like god is using in your life to speak truth to you um, because I would love to share it on uh, the next episode which will be on September 4th so as always if you have any questions prayer requests or need a physical bible feel free to dm me on instagram at walk with jesus podcast or email me at walk with jesus podcast at gmail.com and I'll talk to y'all in two Mondays <laughs>